0: All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Common Man Bets podcast. With you here, Zach, we got John Reed, and we've got Lance. It feels like we haven't been here in forever. I don't know if I like this once-a-week thing. I mean, it's really nice because I don't have to, like, upload anything, but this once-a-week thing is tough. I feel like I'm not getting out to the fans that need us.
1: I, I, I need to be more active on our uh, on my Twitter. Uh, yeah, Lance is Lance doing a good job keeping up our Instagram and uh, posting our bets on there, and I think I needed to do a little bit more uh, more Twitter action, getting out there uh, for the people.
0: Yeah, I gotta, I definitely gotta get out there
1: too. Um, start, start, start pumping up the fans, you know. Yeah, we gotta, them up.
0: we gotta get there. Well, we did have a fan who offered us a some podcast for Tinder thing. I don't know, it was weird. Um, yeah, was it was listening, weird. I signed up. If that helps, hopefully it helps both of us, but. I did not pay the money. So,
1: not pay the money.
0: <laughs> um, so, today we're looking in the Sweet 16 Elite Eight games, which it was probably the most interesting and the most boring weekend of all time. Um, then we got some Final Four takes coming up. And then John Reed is slacking on Twitter news. So, then instead of doing that, we're going to let's talk about some golf and maybe some baseball if, if we can. Yeah. Um, so, without further ado, let's get into last weekend. What I feel like the Sweet 16 was cool, and then the Elite Eight was just not cool at all.
1: Uh, The Sweet 16, especially on Thursday, was awesome. I mean, you had two upsets in the Sweet 16 on Thursday and uh, a comeback victory for Duke. And then on Friday, you had another uh, big upset with um, St. Peter's over Purdue. And UNC absolutely throttling UCLA, but then it just all fell apart on Saturday and Sunday. Like it wasn't, no games were good to watch.
0: I would like to point out St. Peter's guys, you know, love the 15 seed, but they knocked off my Purdue. So I did literally everything I could and bet everything against them because I hated them because they beat the one person that I needed to win. So respect, respect, to them making the Elite Eight, that is unbelievable. That's going to give their program a lot of money and hopefully a lot of um, a lot of clout. The coach, hopefully, can kind of go. I hope the them getting just absolutely trounced by UNC doesn't overshadow what they did in the tournament. But I made some money off of them, and I'm happy
1: about it. Yeah, you uh, you went you went hard on the uh, UNC minus fifteen. You know, I thought you know UNC's been playing great basketball. You know, absolutely. Destroyed Marquette, I absolutely throttled Baylor and then pushed it to overtime and blew a 25-point lead, you know, and then UNC just beat UCLA up and down the court and then um, and then absolutely just put the hurting on St. Peter's. And I think that was the St. Peter's team everyone has been waiting for to happen. They've gotten pretty lucky up to this point, you know. I wouldn't say lucky, but Sweet 16 or March Madness Magic, and then it just all fell apart going to yeah. uh, into the lead, lead Eight game.
0: I think they got flustered early. Got flustered early and went down early, and then they didn't really know what to do because they hadn't been down the whole tournament. Yeah. And then they just didn't have the manpower to come back. This um is a theme. And Zach,
2: I know this is gonna hurt, but my God is the Big Ten on the hot seat. I mean, that oh, is ridiculous.
0: Oh Big and Ten was awful. And
2: it, and it all falls on Purdue, which is not all their fault, but you had Jaden Ivey, who I said on this podcast, best player left in the tournament. He looked like he never played basketball before. And you got a guy who's seven, whatever, doesn't even matter. He's massive, can score whenever he wants in this game. They score 64 points and let a St. Peter's team score 67 points who doesn't even play like a fantastic game. That is just, I mean, this is March, baby. This is March, but man, what a tough scene for Purdue in the big 10 following Michigan losing to Villanova. Okay. Michigan, Michigan was in that game. If Michigan plays well, they easily win that game, but that's a theme with Villanova. Nobody plays well.
0: Yeah, I think at this point we got to think Villanova is a good team because everyone sucks against them, right? Terrible. I mean that right? Villanova Houston game.
2: I mean, I had I was all over the Cougars there, and just a terrible game to watch. Like it was just forty four points out of Houston in an Elite Eight game. You score forty four, Villanova scores fifty and wins. I mean, that's just that's terrible. Uh, that's that's horrible, in my opinion. I don't know. Some people might like that. I do not.
0: Mm-hmm. Terrible
1: to watch. Like I made this statement. I think whenever, uh, whenever we first saw the bracket, and we came up with our results, and you know, our not our results, but kind of looked at the field and said our matchups, and then what we liked, what we don't like. And I and I said this at the beginning: Is this going to be one of those years where Villanova just somehow squeezed her way through the bracket and wins the national championship? I mean, they haven't been dominant all year. I mean, they, they've lost a pretty big key, uh, big player on their offense who blew out his Achilles. Uh, they're in that uh, Elite Eight game, so they're going to be out with him. So that's a huge blow. Um, You know, last year this Villanova team would have been amazing, but they had a bunch of injuries and Kong Lispy got hurt. But now we get to see if Kong Gillespie and the Wildcats can go against the Jayhawks against probably arguably the best – fundamentally sound team at this point and college basketball is the Jayhawks who I love to win it all
0: little big 12 action yeah I think yeah. the big 12 and the big 10 this year definitely underwhelmed um except for so Iowa State did well they they I mean they beat Wisconsin which I that did not see that coming but then they yeah. got pounded by um oh god who'd they lose to Miami Miami yeah by like 20 yeah, um, I think the ACC this year—unbelievable. They might—I mean—they're the best t- tournament team, right? They got two. Yeah,
1: they two had. Four. Uh, what did they? And have? then
0: Miami, Miami, yeah.
1: Miami—that was good. And Notre Dame played uh, Duke hard, or played yeah. Texas Tech hard. Yeah, yeah,
0: and I think ACC might be the best basketball t- conference again.
1: Well, that's the thing is that we we uh, absolutely shit on uh, the ACC at the beginning of the year, uh, beginning of the year. We're like, oh, you know, there's no, you know, Duke will be the only ACC team. You know, yeah. North Carolina is going to lose to Baylor. You know, Notre Dame's not going to make it out. Miami's going to uh, lose to um, USC, or if they make it through that, they're going to lose to Auburn, and they didn't do that. And we're like, well, Iowa State will try to give them a run for the money, and went. You know, they were beating Kansas at half, but I mean. Sadly, you have to pay play two, two halves in the game of basketball and just could not keep up with 40 minutes and with the Jayhawks. When you, when you get this deep,
2: a lot of it's matchups. And mm-hmm. that's what frustrates me about Villanova. I don't feel like they're an overwhelming matchup for anybody, but they just find a way to win. Like Kansas mm-hmm. playing Miami in the Elite Eight, total matchup nightmare. That's why they win by 26. Duke beats, beats Arkansas. Um again, matchup nightmare. Arkansas hell of a run and shout out to the must Bus. I feel like musbus did a heck of a job coaching Arkansas.
0: Wait, and did you know that there's a guy that's five seven? The point guard is five seven.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That is
0: unbelievable. Big. He was well, so quick.
1: Well, I didn't know Pablo Bencaro was uh six foot ten until over the weekend. I mean, yeah. they didn't have anybody to match up with his height and his weight and his right. athletic ability to shoot the ball, too.
2: Mm-hmm. It, it's, it almost – it reminded me of, like, the NBA when you get to the playoffs where it almost doesn't matter what your body of work or your seed or any of that. It's basically – it's so crunch time, it's matchups. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's all about matchups. So – I say look for that going into the Final Four when you make picks, but I'm usually wrong, so we'll see. (laughs) But I will say this: over over the uh, the Elite Eight weekend, Lance Sloss made his largest wager of his career.
1: Lance did.
2: Largest wager of my career with a Kansas uh, minus one and a half in a North Carolina. Um, I think I did two and a half there and uh, hit on my largest wager of, of my career and will not disclose the amount, but largest wager of my career and I'm riding high, looking to lose it all here in the final four.
0: So is that your largest win of all time? Like single. Largest win of all time. <laughs> largest win of all
2: time. If we're talking units, it was like a it was like a four. Yeah, it was a four-unit win. or Yeah, four-unit win. It was a four-unit win on a parlay um, with a significant wager. Brought me right back. Um, yeah. So, we, fade we, me. It, so that going, tells you, the public, fade me. Fade, fade. me softly. So, Fading.
0: Matt's going into the final four with a weird barrel in front of him. Wheel yes. all is uh, – is manhood everywhere because it's so ginormous right now. So going off of that, what are some of your guys' final four final, final four picks here? Have you guys looked at lines yet? I got them up right here. I can let you know. Red Rider. Red Rider, you, you go ahead first. I want to hear what you have to say, Red Rider.
1: What 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 are the lines I'll give you my first impression? I haven't seen All any right. lines.
0: Um so Villanova, Kansas on saturday at six eastern is going to be kansas minus four and a half okay and then um saturday at nine o'clock eastern is going to be duke minus four
1: all right first impression is i think take me give me jayhawks with the point um I think uh, with an injury and talking matchups, um, I don't think that uh, the Wildcats can hang with uh, hang with the Jayhawks. I mean, I haven't bet on the Jayhawks this season or this or not the season about this um, this tournament in March Madness, but the way they're playing is just unbelievable. I think they're I think they're clear front runner for winning the national title. title. I said this at the beginning of the year or the beginning beginning of the tournament. Going to the Big 12, no one has been playing uh, Big 12 tournament. I said, no one's been playing better basketball than the Jayhawks. Rolled through, you know, Kansas City, Missouri, absolutely just crushed it. Then coming into this tournament, has just had foot on the gas the whole time. You know, luckily, you know, Miami thought they could win it, but, you know, it's you can't play 40 minutes with Jayhawk basketball. I mean, Remy Martin is finally heating up for the Jayhawks. Remy Martin has been the underdog story of this March Madness season, absolutely just playing lights out. Um, Abaji, or however you pronounce his name, is going to be a lottery pick. I mean, he's just straight fire of a shooter, and I don't think anybody can post up with David McCormick on the block. So, give me Jayhawks. And this Duke – this Duke-UNC, it's like one of those games that they both split in the regular season, both beat each other by 20. at On the road, beat, each team beat, beat uh, each other by 20 on the road. is um, playing great basketball. Duke is hard to match up with. I think skill wise, Duke takes it. Um, they just match up better. I mean, I don't think I don't I don't think they have really anybody to match up with. I mean, Brady Manick is playing really good. Caleb Love is playing really good. Um, the other center, I forget his name. He's I think he starts with an A or something. He's playing playing really good basketball. But on the other end, I mean, Duke has their point guard Roach or something like that is starting to heat up. So probably been Caro just. I think, you know, arguably the best player, you know, left, you know, besides the boys out of uh, – uh, Baji out of uh, Kansas. So, I'll take uh, – give me Duke minus four. Give me both Duke and Kansas minus points and give me a Kansas versus Duke in the uh, national championship with with an early Duke winning it all because the NCAA is a storybook. Coach K's so, that. Last one.
0: That'll be – I got – New lines for championships. So we'll go to that here next. Lance, what do you got for this weekend or for let's go Saturday first?
2: Kansas minus four and a half, easiest bet of the tournament. Kansas covers, Kansas wins by 12, in my opinion. Absolutely nothing for Kansas out of Villanova. I think Villanova finally plays like you know what, and Kansas can't match up with them. Want to do, stay away, stay away from first half going to be ugly in the first half Kansas is going to absolutely pull away stay away from over under in that game but Kansas will cover for short um Duke North Carolina I really don't even want to bet on this game I would like to just watch the game and I think I might do that um but but if I really had to pick something I would probably just say uh Wait, this is so tough. I mean, over, I would like to, in that situation, I'd like to do an over-under, but the over-under is at 151. um, I think I'll take under because that's just been kind of the theme here as, as teams move on and better matchups happen. I think in the elite eight, it was over-unders were one and seven. I'm not uh, entirely sure about historically about the final four, And I'd have to kind of look into the Superdome, too, because, you know, good shooting arena versus not a good shooting arena. We'll see. Well, usually but domes are pretty bad for
0: shooting, right? Because of terrible. the
2: depth perception? The depth perception, it's not un- – it's unlike anything you've ever played on before. I know you do the shoot-around stuff, but when you get out there and it's live and it's all in the line, you know, things happen where you get nervous. So I think I might – Parlay, Kansas minus four and a half and under in Duke, North Carolina, because I just can't I – I have no idea for the for this game. I mean, it makes sense to take Carolina because they're plus 160 just for the value. But like the writer himself said there, it's storybook ending with this. Yes. And I don't feel like rude for Duke. I feel like kind of just sitting back and taking it in. So I think I'm going to do hit the under there at 151. Um, but I want to add this: I had the Jayhawks in the Common Man uh, bracket, and looks like I'm going to get second place unless Duke wins. Which I'm proud of that. <laughs> no, no, no money in my pocket, but I think I'm proud of that.
1: Uh, t- tell the public who's in first place of the March Madness bracket right now.
2: This is just
1: absolutely
2: insane. Safety Jake. Um, <laughs> Safety Jake, everybody. Has not watched a minute of college basketball this season. Had North Carolina in the final four. Um, and it single-handedly it – also, he also had Villanova, I believe. That right there single-handedly put Safety Jake into – First place because I was smoking them all tournament. We both have Kansas winning it all, and then Houston loses to Villanova. That was my kryptonite, and then of course he gets UNC to the Final Four. Nobody has that except for him. The guy earned it. Hell of a hell of a bracket from Safety Jake.
1: A hell of a bracket. Give,
2: give the guy credit. Um, so. You know, that's barring at Duke winning it all. If Duke would win it all, I think things would get interesting. There we might have a – we might have to have a guest on the podcast if Duke would win it all. But that's where we stand right there. So, we'll um, so. If you if,
1: if you look at everybody's bracket, everyone usually gets at least one Final Four team. And, you know, most of the teams in the top ten have – two top teams or two teams to make the final four safety Jake ended up having three of the yep. four final fours picked correctly oh, wow, with wow. UNC Villanova and Kansas and he had Gonzaga but he also still has UNC going to the national championship to take on Kansas and then Kansas winning it all so he still has his national champion game still live which no one no one has both of those games still alive except safety Jake
0: that's unbelievable. It really
2: is. I mean, that's like that's, – that's impressive.
0: That is very impressive. Is impressive. I think I lost both of my Final Four games, or teams – or all four of my Final Four teams in the Sweet 16.
2: He absolutely – I mean, it was carnage for him in the first couple rounds as far as picking each game. But that's not what it's about. It's about who moves on to Elite Eight and Final Four. That's where you make your money, and he, he pulled it off.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Look, looking at yours, Benz, you I mean you had Gonzaga, Kentucky, Arizona, and Wisconsin. Wisconsin didn't even make it to the Sweet 16. Kentucky got beat in the first game. Gonzaga uh, lost in the Sweet 16, and so did Arizona on that, on that Thursday hey, night. Let's
2: talk about this. How about the Gonzaga Bulldogs? I mean, what? They're what fakers. We, what are we doing here?
1: What They're fakers.
2: With the, with the Gonzaga hype, they've done nothing. And they never will do anything. And they're so content with that because they, they're on ESPN all the time. They're getting all this hype. They're getting five-star recruits who are not college basketball players. They're probably NBA players. I, I'm just so – I'm so sick of Gonzaga. I don't know how you guys feel, but this year I finally – like it made me feel good when they lost that I was like, yes, you were right. Gonzaga, not a good team, and never has been in the past, I don't know, whatever, five, six years here.
0: Yeah. I mean, so they, they were national runner-up last year. I don't think they were a good team.
1: They, they got embarrassed in the national championship game.
0: Yeah, they did. I
2: guess, I guess you're a national runner-up, and there's something you – know, I mean – You win a Final Four game, that's impressive, but
1: – It's I, like uh, – Yeah. You know, the only thing thing they've won is participation trophies because that's all they're getting because the only way, you know, to be a successful program – they're a successful program, but, you know, it's all fun and games unless you have a national champion and you have that trophy and you're the last team standing.
2: It just makes me mad how they come out every night and the line is 25, 30. Like – and then, I don't know, that just makes me mad
0: yeah but it does that's fair so looking ahead here into the final game so they've got future lines out for all the games right so we've got unc kansas minus four for kansas duke versus nova minus four for duke unc nova nova's a minus one and a half and duke kansas duke is favored by one
2: Duke is favored against Kansas.
1: Against, against Kansas. Kansas. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Out of all of them, I, would I say.
0: think my big ones would be Kansas money line, probably if they played Duke. Yeah. Um, and then I think if Nova and UNC end up playing, I think I would pick UNC money line as well. Think so too. Yeah, I think I'm with you there.
1: I think, and then on the other, and on the flip side, if I think. Uh, Duke plays Nova. I think Can- if Kansas is a national championship, they're winning. That's I would go money line. Um, I don't think Nova wins if they make it. If they somehow get everything, somehow they catch Kansas on a bad day. Um, I think Duke beats Nova, and I think UNC beats Nova. So,
0: yeah, I would agree with that.
1: Uh, that's what I like. But you know, you know what they say. That's my opinion, and opinions stink. Opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one, but. I wash mine, so my opinions matter. So mine clean.
0: You wash your opinions?
1: <laughs> I wash my opinions. Good. Make, Good. Make, sure they're, make sure they're clean.
0: Does anyone else have any other, uh, any other basketball takes or anything like that? Um, As we kind of wrap that up. We got to start learning how to do baseball stuff and things because this is going to be a long summer if we can't talk about that.
1: Well, that's the thing. That's what I was telling one of my coworkers today. I said, I, I, I want to get into baseball, you know, see how spring, spring training. Ooh, excuse me. See who's looking good. See if we can make some early money on these games that try to figure out who are the real teams out of the first like couple games of the year and see who's faking it, you know, uh, and see if we can just do some MLB action. Because NBA right now, I haven't watched a single game. Every time I bet NBA, I've lost. Every single bet, you know, I try to rely on some of people that, I, you know, that think they have so on so locks, and just fall apart. So I think I'm gonna be sticking to some golf, betting golf, and because I've been trying to keeping up with it as much as I can, along with and hopping on the MLB train early.
2: We got we got Masters coming up, and then we got
1: uh, we got some golf talk.
2: Masters is the first major, so we'll first have major year. we'll have major season coming up here this summer, so that'll be good for us. Yeah. Um, I'll get into
0: baseball, and I, I can be the guys, baseball
2: guy. If you guys see that, I don't know who it was, the Cardinals or something? They scored uh, 15 runs in, like, one inning. That's in awesome. Sports. That's classic like, spring training. They scored, like, 24 runs total in, like, 15 in one inning. I saw that today. I don't know. I tried to get into college baseball, but, my God, is that difficult to figure <laughs> out or even, like, I don't Try know. Try to
1: keep up with
2: it was hard. I tried to – I did it for like two or three weeks and, like you said, started losing and tried to do NBA. So, here's a classic NBA situation. Last night, if you watched the Sixers and Bucks big game, everybody was talking about it. And uh, there was an odds boost on DraftKings. You had Giannis, 30-plus, Joel Embiid, 30-plus, uh, over like 224 or something. Decent odds, like three, 350 or something like that. So I threw a little something on it, and you had Giannis score 40. Um, both teams scored like 200 uh, – or the, b- both teams combined for like 240-ish maybe. So both of those were just complete, you know, locks. And then you had Joel Embiid um, getting a James Harden rebound. As time expired, he put it up. Giannis absolutely traps it on the glass, and they call a goaltend, and eventually they call it no goaltend. Block was clean, and Joel Embiid finishes with 29 points. I oh, no. <laughs> hate to see it, but that's what you get with the NBA. It is just so hard to, to figure out. I mean, you can follow all the prop bet guys you want on Twitter, but... In the end, are you really gonna? Are you really gonna make anything? I think not, based on my sure. experience.
0: It's just no. Nope. It's
2: ridiculous.
0: Um. So for the baseball people out there, I want to say this ragtag starting rotation of the Minnesota Twins after we just uh, signed Chris this Archer. This is a Twins podcast. I want to <laughs> put that on the record. This we're we're uh, a
1: twin. Minnesota Twins stands.
0: This is a Twins podcast, right? We've now. got. Sonny Gray as our ace. We've got um, Chris Archer as our number two.
1: We've got Bailey O'Bear.
0: What? Former pirate, Chris Archer. Former pirate who didn't do anything. And then we got Bailey O'Bear, who's a young guy who had a good season last year. Something Ryan, I don't know who that guy is. And then Dylan Bundy, just trying to resurrect his career from the Orioles. Where's Randy Dobnack? He's a, he just got placed on the 60-day DL for something. I don't know what. All right. Well, whatever happened to that Barrios guy? Do you guys trade him away? Yeah, we traded him to the Blue Jays. Okay. Well. But I think – I mean, I think twins will be good. We got Carlos Correa, Buxton. Um, I, I saw a tweet. I like Buxton. I like that, Buxton a lot. I saw a tweet that um, Gary Sanchez and Miguel Sano were a combined, like, three for 38 – and have like eighteen strikeouts, so right. that's looking wow. good. Looking good for us. Mm. Yeah, I was I was
2: looking at futures on on DraftKings for MLB. They're giving you plus three hundred, I think, um, for a team to win the World Series. I was thinking about putting it on Atlanta and being a Braves fan this year. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but
1: oh, jumping on the on the Braves bandwagon after they, they won. won.
2: Yeah, I think I might just go Braves.
1: Ooh.
2: Yeah, why not? Why not? Uh, why not? That, that
1: Braves team last year was pretty electric, and they lost to – or they did without, uh, I think, Acuna, because yeah. he had – he, like, yeah, he had tore his ACL, uh, um, I think, in the playoffs that year or in the beginning of the year.
0: And why not? they were like – they were, like, plus 10,000 or something with at the All-Star game. Like, they were not supposed to even make the playoffs at the All-Star game. If, if you look at the top teams
2: there, like, it's nothing – I mean, it's like Mets and Yankees and it's the – Oh, Mets will lose. The Mets
0: won't win. Yeah, the Mets that's win right, They're yeah. going
2: to win. I thought about the Mets. I was like, I ah, could be a Mets fan this year, but, like, why not yeah. just
1: – Nobody wants to be a Mets, Mets fan. fan.
2: I yeah. think the Braves just stood out. So, I think i might like, just go
0: Braves. The Braves are a good, wholesome club, too. You always love to cheer for the Braves. Why not? All right, you guys got golf news? Speaking of stuff.
2: I got one golf news. Uh, number 45, the Don, Donald Trump, hole-in-one um, at one of his golf courses. I'm not sure where it was.
1: West Palm Beach.
2: West Palm Beach, Florida. He was playing with Ernie Els and a couple other pros, Um you didn't see it, Uh, he said, many are asking. Uh, He put out a little press release, and he cut – I believe he said he cut a magnificent five iron into the wind, uh, five feet, two bounces, and in. Shout out to Don, number 45, hole in one.
0: I would love to know, what do you think the yardage is that he's using a five iron? Do you think he's like one of the old guys at the course that's Uh, like – I think it was like like five iron
2: for – I think it was like 160 into the wind, which yeah, once I mean, that's did, reasonable. Yeah, gets it around. But yeah, yeah. people were making fun of his golf swing who have no idea about golf. Like, yeah, it doesn't look the prettiest. But when you get down to it, when he's coming into contact, hot take, Donald Trump has a decent golf swing from getting it into the slot and getting through the ball. That's just my thoughts. though. Well, there's
0: a reason he's golfing with pros. Just throwing that yeah. up there. That is,
1: that, that, that is true.
0: And does he go from the whites or the seniors, do you think? Oh, he definitely plays from senior. Definitely.
1: <laughs> you, you, you don't think he's playing the tips?
0: Donald Trump is
2: playing the gold tees, believe me. He is playing the gold tees. That's for sure.
1: Playing the gold tees. Yeah. I, I love how when they put out that statement, he was like, I, I, I don't like people who brag, but, you know, him basically – bragging nobody about him getting a, uh
2: nobody does i mean he didn't was he bragging no
1: he's he just he's just saying what happened he
2: Just stating facts he just same facts. stated the facts he played or er, he played with ernie or played against ernie no strokes simply stating the facts
1: just you know and a ball don't lie ball don't lie ball don't lie all right. Well, with this time remaining, a lot of golf, you know, Twitter news uh really kind of coming through, but the yeah. big cat's back on the course. Did yeah. you guys know that? There's a big cat siding down in Augusta. Big old orange cat, big old tiger, wow. him and JT skipping. Well, JT's skipping, you know, the Balasparo, you know, event because him and uh Tiger real good buddies are out scouting the course yesterday, seeing if his body's ready to ready to play, you know. As of right now, he's on he's on the list. There's no disqualification. You know, am I gonna bet on Tiger just because it's Tiger and the Masters? Yeah. Is he gonna win? No. But am I gonna cheer for Tiger and be on Tiger Watch all, all four days? Absolutely. But big shout out to Scotty Scheffler. You know, round of applause to that guy. I'm a huge Scotty Scheffler fan. Jumping on the bandwagon. Ragan. Ben Wagon been talking about him. I think we talked about it before we he played the Dell matchup, you know. Dude has been playing some sneaky good golf. Was the last pick in the Ryder Cup. Everyone thought, you know, Patrick Reed should have been in there because of what he did a couple of years ago. And uh, the cap, I forget who the captain of was um, Team USA Strickler. this past year. Who? Steve yeah, Strickler. Strickler. He said, he want, I want new faces. I want fresh ratios. I want the young guys. Give me the rooks. Scotty Scheffler put on a dominant performance in the Ryder Cup, helped lead him to victory. Coming to this new season, he has now won three events on the year and is the youngest or the either the no, I don't think he's the youngest, but the quickest to go number one in the world in golf. I mean, I think he's second for winning the Masters, but you know, John Rahm is still an absolute electric factor when it comes to playing golf. But you got an early, early Masters prediction. Who you think Who you think you got a win, or you want to you want to save that one for Wednesday's pod, kind of kind of see what happens over this event.
2: One name comes to mind, um, and I'm not saying I, I I'll do this. I'll give you just a pick for the for the Valspar. Uh, um, I'll give you a pick for the Valspar right now. Okay, Siwoo Kim.
1: Siwoo Kim.
2: Siwoo Kim. Um, I think he was plus a thousand but i'd have to double check i don't know the top of my head i'll take siwoo kim uh at the balspar as my champion as far as as far as masters i'm still trying to digest um what's going on because this is the the big week where you got a ton of guys skipping this tournament (laughs) heading down to augusta practicing playing um trying to get focused and all that and There's guys that I like who do that, and there's guys that I don't like who do that. Uh, Justin Thomas, for sure, don't like him going uh, two weeks in advance and getting Mm -hmm. himself all wigged out. So do not bet on Justin Thomas. Going to put that out there right now. Guarantee he doesn't win. Siwoo Kim Valspar, um, next Wednesday I'll drop Masters picks.
1: All right, love to see it. I think – I, I want to see, you know, looking at the field here, I don't know if Ricky's going to be in the, in the Masters tournament. I don't know if he made the cut. I don't think he did because of the oh, way he his would be. Because of how he finished at the end of the year, he needed to make like one putt to make the Masters. I think that's what happened. He missed it. Um, but I just want you to get your take real quick. You have both Rory and Bryson playing in this tournament this week and, and not – skipping to go down there. Bryson backed out on some pretty big tournaments, you know, to say he wanted to rest and heal going into the Masters with the Masters coming up. And now he's playing in an event, you know. He knows he's playing like shit.
2: He knows he's playing like shit. He doesn't want to go down there to Augusta and pound balls for nine hours a day, throw weight around, all nervous because he knows he's going to play like shit. He wants, he wants to – Play a decent round uh, or a decent tournament here. Put a four-round, you know, decent performance at the Valspar, so that he's not shitting his pants going into Augusta. That's my take on that. If he was playing, it. if he was playing really well, there's no way he would play the Valspar. But that just shows you kind of where his game is right now. The lure of the long ball and that whole thing is over. I believe he played well though last year at Augusta. Am I, I no.
1: He did not. He was all over the place.
2: When did he play? Didn't he play well at Augusta at nope. one point?
1: Maybe when he was in college. But last year was his first year at the Masters, and they thought you know his long ball would be the difference, and it was not. He was right the because
2: world. they all they do is they lengthen that course, and
1: and we got dude, probably less than thirty seconds to. Yeah, you
2: got to finish this. When it comes down to it, it's guys who get it done around the green, and that guy has no feel. He sucks.
0: And on that note, we're going to end Episode 17 of the Common Man Bets podcast. Don't forget to follow us all on Twitter. Um, Those are you can find in the description. And happy gambling, everybody, and we'll see you next week.